Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. We are racing towards the finish line, racing towards Christmas and the end of 2022. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa, and we're trying to cram in as much as we possibly can before the end of the week. Next week, Feet to the Fire most likely will be taking the week off for the Christmas holiday, and we will be back in the new year. But before we do that, this from the Epic Times, Delaware Supreme Court strikes down vote by mail and same-day registration. Yes, guys, this is what we're looking for. We need election reform. I don't know how this happened in Delaware. This is a surprise to me. This apparently has been brewing over in Delaware. Is Biden aware of this in his own home state? Probably not because he's lost his mind, sadly. And by the way, just as a side note, I was talking with a friend last evening. I hope you realize that the mastermind behind the Democrat Party right now and the Biden administration and the liberal left in America right now, I hope you realize, is still Barack Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. That, that's right, because Biden's senile. And next in line is Kamala Harris. And how in the world did Kamala Harris get picked as the VP when in the Democrat primary in 2020, Kamala Harris got, guess how many votes in the primary? Zero. If I'm not mistaken, zero. I think she dropped out before a vote was cast for her. That's how unpopular Kamala is, except she gets picked as the VP candidate. That's weird because she's BFFs with Obama, and Obama is pulling the strings, is running the show, is behind the scenes still in the Democrat Party and in the Biden administration. And Biden is just a sadly senile puppet. But anyway, that was a little bit of a detour. Does Biden know what's going on in his home state? The Supreme Court of Delaware has formally struck down state laws allowing universal mail-in voting and same-day voter registration. Thank you. Finding the statutes violate the state's constitution. The court unanimously ruled against the laws in October, which is great, but did not make a public a full opinion explaining its reasons until December 16th. Christian Adams, president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, who brought the lawsuit, said this was a monumental victory in the election integrity space. He is a former U.S. Department of Justice civil rights attorney. This is the first time a state Supreme Court has invalidated an election statute. This law violated the plain text of the Delaware Constitution. Today's opinion is a victory for the rule of law in elections. That is exactly what we need to happen across the fruited plain. And maybe it will happen in Arizona from the post-millennial. Carrie Lake, we are taking these, I will spell it, for our uh, more sensitive audience members and for propriety's sake, but I agree with Carrie Lake. We are taking these B-A-S-T-A-R-D-S's to trial. We are taking these uh, fatherless children to trial. Carrie Lake roars after election case moves forward. 
I ran against our own version of Joe Biden here, Katie Hobbs, basement Hobbs. She ducked out on the debate, but she can't duck out from taking the stand in our trial. She will have to take the stand. On Tuesday, Carrie Lake took the stage on day four of Turning Point USA's America Fest in Phoenix, Arizona, to speak about yesterday's news that her post-midterm election lawsuit against a Democrat governor-elect Katie Hobbs is going to trial. Fake, cheating, Democrat governor-elect Katie Hobbs. That was my uh, editorial input. Lake's suit alleges illegal votes affected the state's gubernatorial race. Hey, guess what, guys? Christmas came early yesterday. We are going to trial, Lake said. Her a lawsuit alleged this. Now, this is important. Carrie Lake is claiming that she's the true governor-elect and that she's going to win it and get it. The number of illegal votes cast in Arizona's general election on November 8th, 2022, far exceeds the 17,117 vote margin. And that, quote, witnesses were present, They show hundreds of thousands of illegal ballots infected the election in Maricopa County, where there's plenty of Republicans. So she's claiming the numbers are in her favor. And I would agree. And that happened in 2020. And Trump is still saying it. And where are the worthless, uh, gutless, um, sitting on their hands, do nothing Republican establishment candidates Making the same case. Actually, they're not. They're just continuing in their establishment malaise, doing the bidding of their establishment colleagues and the left. This, this is the kind of Republican we need, is my point. And that's not what we're getting from the Mitch McConnells of the world. Hobbs, who is the Arizona Secretary of State, the article goes on, had her office, listen to this, listen to this. Hobbs had her office Contact Twitter. Again, this is the Democrat gubernatorial governor-elect in Arizona. Hobbs had her office contact Twitter to censor posts related to the Arizona gubernatorial election, according to released Twitter files. While she's the Secretary of State, Lake alleges her efforts towards story suppression and interference in county recounts contributed to the lack of integrity in the elections. Hobbs threatened... Mojave County and Cochise County supervisors with prosecution if they did not certify the midterm election results. So as the Secretary of State, she's coordinating with Twitter to suppress information. She's interfering with county recounts by threatening the county supervisors to prosecute if they don't just certify the results. In other words, you better certify those results and make sure I'm governor-elect or I'm, I'm going after you with the law. What, what is this? This is the highest level of abuse of power and corruption. Katie Hobbs, Lake said, is going to have to put her hand on the Bible and swear to tell the truth. That might be hard. That might be very hard. Lake said her trial starts Wednesday. That's today. We'll go into Thursday. We have a chance to show the world that our elections are truly corrupt and we won't take it anymore. And so we need your prayers. Lake said, I'm not going to stop fighting. We're going to keep going, as I said, all the way to the Supreme Court if we have to. Because if we don't have fair and honest elections, we have nothing in this country. Right on. But Mitch McConnell says, we need quality candidates. We need, we need quality candidates. Marble-mouthed, turkey neck 
Turtle, the Turtle, Mitch McConnell, our fearless Republican leader in the Senate, says we have a candidate quality issue. And the establishment says we need to move on. Right. As though this isn't the winning proposition. This is exactly what wins. This is exactly what we need. And this is exactly what Republicans want, by and large, the massive majority of Republicans, by staggering numbers, by by staggering proportion, this is what we want. This is what wins. And this is what gets the job done and will actually effectuate change. Candidates like Carrie Lake, who are fighting back, and Mitch McConnell says we have a candidate quality issue because that is the that's the buzz terminology and the party line for the establishment. Move on from the elections. Nothing to see here. Candidate quality, candidate quality issue. Wrong. These Trump MAGA candidates are the ones that win and the ones that we need fighting. Next, this is fantastic. I should have led with this. I hope you listened this far to hear this. Fox Business, soy boy falls asleep in his own trial. Okay, no, that's my summation of the title. This is from Monday, December 19th, 2.54 p.m. I don't know if anything's changed since then. I don't really care, but this is hilarious. FTX. Sam Bankman-Fried, CEO. Remember the uh, last week, the uh, failed crypto cryptocurrency exchange CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, who funneled money to Ukraine and to the Democrats for the election just before he went bankrupt and is now, is now under prosecution, held in the Bahamas and under prosecution by the United States for embezzlement and mishandling of Millions, billions of dollars of people's money. That's who we're talking about. FTX Sam Bankman-Fried appears to fall asleep in his own court hearing where he does not agree with extradition to the United States. That's right. So as my nephew aptly named him, I was describing him to my nephew. I'm like, did you hear about this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried? He uh, plays video games all day has meetings with his staff in the same room, but over video remote communication, even though he's in the same room. And uh, he only reads blog posts that are six paragraphs long. He's never read a book. And uh, he, he's vegan. He only eats, you know, no meat for this kid. And uh, he gives all his money to, like, climate change, uh, climate change programs. And my nephew goes, oh, he's a soy boy. I'm like, yes, that's exactly right. He's a spineless, effeminate, little, generation Zer soy boy who, as I said before, needs his sweet potato fries. And he fell asleep in his own court hearing. How, how disconnected from reality? How absorbed in your own world can you be? You just, you're, you're the target of the world's superpower for embezzling funds, and you fall asleep in your own court hearing. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried says he hasn't fully read the indictment he is facing in the U.S., <laughs> right? Because it wasn't given to him in a six-paragraph blog post. Disgraced former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried appeared to doze off during a hearing in the Bahamas in which he did not agree to being extradited to the U.S., 
Bankman-Fried had previously been expected to accept an extradition agreement on Monday. The former billionaire is on trial for multiple charges of fraud related to his handling of the FTX cryptocurrency trading market. Report says that at one point in the hearing, Bankman-Fried Freed leaned back in his chair and had his eyes closed for an extended period. One of the court officials appeared to jostle him awake. This is a little boy raised by liberal handlers who is still dependent on his nanny, his Stanford mommy, who, as I said last week, contacted the rat-infested, maggot-infested Bahamian jail to ask if they could give him a vegan diet, because that's the priority right now. Please make sure that little Sammy doesn't have to eat the rats and the maggots. This is, this is a perfect picture of where liberalism gets you. By the way, speaking of Stanford, where uh, Bankman-Fried's mummy teaches, Stanford, from the post-millennial, is adding, quote, American to a harmful language list. That's right. In May, Stanford University developed the, quote, Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative to replace words and phrases on its website with approved alternatives. Right, because we don't want to hurt people's feelings. Because the world right now is being run by brassless men, men with no brass and guts and spine, and the women who rule over them. And so we have to be sensitive and watch what words we use so we don't hurt people's feelings. The list of soon-to-be-banned terms includes the label, quote, American, which Stanford argues is too U.S.-centric and ignorant of the other 41 countries that also exist in the region. The university suggests, quote, U.S. citizen as an alternative. Stanford grouped their list of words and phrases into eight categories. These are the kinds of words you can't use. Ableist, ageism, culturally appropriate, gender-based, imprecise language, institutionalized racism, person first, and violent. So the words are in those categories, and there are certain words you can't say. These are statists. These are authoritarians. These are people who hate liberty and hate free speech and hate our constitution and way of life. And so that we don't miss it, hotair.com, back on December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, the Biden administration issued a declaration via the Department of Energy ordering all new or refurbished federal buildings to eliminate the use of natural gas and become fully electrified beginning in 2025. That's right. All electric buildings, no more natural gas to heat them. Washington Free Beacon, the Energy Department's budgetary estimate, however, also acknowledges that so-called clean electricity is roughly four and a half times more expensive than natural gas, leading to, quote, increases in energy costs across the board that outweigh the savings on equipment expected under the plan, showing yet again that the Marxist climate change movement is nothing more than a power grab at the cost of taxpayers and with the goal of eliminating our personal liberty. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. What do I say today? I don't know. What we need is people like Carrie Lake fighting back against all of this. Not soy boys like Sammy Bankman-Fried who capitulate to the left. Isn't the contrast staggering?